I mean, pretty sure Jake has it. He's busy playing Settlers at the time. Do they actually play every day? Yeah, they'll play like three games a day. That's unreal. I love that game, but I don't want to play that much. Yeah. Are you recording right now? Because you're a piece of shit that sometimes records right now. I'm not recording right now. Prove to me. I don't know how to prove to you that I'm not recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addicted to the thrill. Uh-huh. It's a dangerous love affair. within the mouth. Almost past it now. Only thing that's on the mind is who won this town. Who won this town? Who won this town? Hello and welcome to the Big Time Lead Motherfuckers Podcast. I'm Josh Lurie in the studio today with the one, the only, the one who returned, the Jesus Christ of the Big Time League Motherfuckers, Eric Arnstein. How are you doing today, Eric? Sorry for my absence. Uh, however, I think we can all agree it was for the better as Lurie shined bright under the lights without me. Well, thank you. Uh, although Jake and Gabe seem to disagree. Um, Probably the first time they listen, so they have nothing to compare it to. Yeah, that's true. They are listening. I'm gaining listenership. Um, but we're glad to have Eric back in the studio so I don't have to talk for an hour straight. And, you know, we don't mess around on this league. We'll jump right into it. Game number one of the week. We had Alex with a methodical and slow takedown of Josh Lurie. Eric, what's your analysis of the game? And we'll keep it brief. You can pick one or two key highlights, stats of the game. I'll keep it to one highlight. You know, I was watching Sunday Night Games with Alex, and his calm and collectiveness during the match, since 9.55, it was guaranteed in his mind that he was going to win. Not one broke a sweat, not worried for one second, projected to win to lose. He literally did not give a shit. I mean, Sammy Watkins scored zero points for me. I, I didn't even expect to win. I scored 6-6-6. Six, six, six. I mean, that's the devil's number. If that doesn't... If that isn't a sign of things to come, um, yeah, but I, you know, I love Alex. I wanted to lose against him. I didn't want to break his streak. But Alex is uh, spending a lot of time on fantasy. He's winning every week. And I think it's because he's the only one of us getting consistently jerked off or, you know, fulfilled, you know, on probably a, a nightly basis. So I think that kind of stress relief, tension relief is leading Alex to the streak. I think that's the underlying factor of why he's beating us always. I mean, for the past couple years. He is in a long-distance relationship. That's true. I totally forgot about that. Alex, who is the mistress? Let us know in the comments. We're going to game two of the week. We have Adam Bulo lost to Adam Scharf. Now, this is interesting because Adam Bulo talked the most shit I've ever heard in my life last week. Did you listen to that interview? Of course I listened to it. Can we point out that you 100% pinned them against each other? Any, any highlights to stick out to you from the game about Bula's horrible team? Yeah, uh, great picture. Looks like it's David Johnson. With a baby. Carrying a baby. Who's the baby? Bula, let us know in the comments. Tweet at us. Hashtag who's the baby. I mean, and I think the person with the better ethics, morals, and all-around better track record over the course of our lives won too. Um, Bulo has been deceitful, conniving, um, and now, you know, the chickens have come home to roost. I think that's the saying. But And, w- and what was the difference, Tyreek Hill and Aaron Rodgers? No way. Yeah, Bulo traded Tyreek Hill and Aaron Rodgers. Which combined for more points than LaShawn McCoy, Lamar Miller, and Des Bryant. But going, and going back to sexually speaking, Bulo is in a very long-term relationship. 
Um, so he definitely has to jerk himself off, much more than Char's having to in DC. Now we're going on to Jose Chayette, a guest later tonight, losing soundly to Shamaya Amit. And Shamaya, who I went off on, who's very emotional, who no one really considers an elite player in the league, is consistently winning for some reason. He's also 5-0. and Eric, any hot takes? No surprise here. But the real question is, when will Shamaya give up on Doug Baldwin? He's trash. Doug Baldwin's averaging 7.2 a game, but without his uh, 16-point game, he's probably averaging 4 points a game. Um, And he's sitting Devontae Adams, who went off last game. It's kind of looked over. Speaking of, we have the Limp Dick Lurries. For some reason, beating the Kohanim, which I need to respect that name. I really like it. Uh, in reference to um, Tariq Kohan. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I was going to, as commissioner, tell Sloan to start players. And as team owner, I didn't. And I still lost. <laughs> so <laughs> Wait, did you just admit to collusion? Because all I see are lies and collusion. Did Not you just admit to to not enforcing your commissioner powers because you had invested interest in the game? I am not going to worry about every single starting lineup, especially I, not my opponent. But luckily it didn't matter because if it would have mattered, then I probably would have gotten shit for it. So Eric, why does your team suck so much and why did you lose this week? It comes down to a lot of things, mainly the fact that I suck. Uh, secondly, the fact that my team sucks. I think you lost because you have four San Diego via Los Angeles of Orange County uh, C-words on your team. Um, and that definitely is just a drag on your whole team morale, the points you guys score, um, the quality of the players. I mean, four you have four players in, invested in a failing organization, objectively failing and horrible, evil organization. It's only fitting. I'm one in four. He's a one in four. We are one. We are together. I'm going to bleep that out. It's the C words on this pod. <laughs> and that's it's just going to be bleeped. You can say, say charge it all you want. Out it's just the same beep every time you say that word. Um, what I really like about Sloan's team is just how incompetent he is. First of all, I went off on him last week for saying he can't do fancy because of job apps. He's not calling in tonight because he has or two job interviews later this week. He started to be on the bye. He has Eli Manning on his lineup. And he has Jameis Winston. He hasn't picked up. Or made a bid on a single player this entire year. Sloan literally has done nothing since the draft. And I would shoot so much on him. But he beat me. And he's 2-3. and three. And then we have the butt buddies. The one and only. The people who I despise most in this league. Gabriel Vincent Fetterman versus Jacob Valerie Posnock. Absolutely hilarious that Jake... Had a great showing with 120 points. <laughs> I think that's the third best... Score of this entire year. But either the first or the second happened to be Gabe this week. Who was against him? Love that right there. Love Gabe beating Jake. I don't think it was ever in doubt. The funniest part was DeAndre Hopkins had 23.2 points. He had four receptions all game. He had two touchdowns in the last two minutes of the game to just propel Gabe into an undefeatable place. But Jake's still at hope. I talked to him going into into, uh, Sunday Night Football. Um, and even though it was Gabe who told Bula to suck his cock last week, it was Jake sucking Ziggy Wolf's uh, cock with trusting Cal Rudolph and Adam Thielen. Thielen? Thielen? Thielen. I'm not even going to respect <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's just going to bleep. 
<laughs> he had a lot of hope. In he, having, he, he put in two Vikings pass catchers in one night. He got 120 points, way more than me and you. Probably more than me and you combined. I had 66. You had how much? I got in the 70s. Me and Eric had more points than you combined, Jake, so suck it. Um, and that wraps up our game recaps. Uh, everyone still sucks. So now we're going to go into our miscellaneous updates section. It's weekend update. Uh, Eric, do you have any miscellaneous updates on anything? This is the first time you asked me. It'll give you like a second to think about it. This is the most random question. I mean, I'm just on the first thing that pops to your head. On their first game, I wore yesterday. I slept snuggy the other day. Poncho is also in the room. Um, anyway, so that's your miscellaneous updates. We'll probably cut that out of the podcast. Yes, please. Okay. Welcome to the podcast, Jose Chaya. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Hello, I am Dr. Arturo Chayet of the Codet Vision Institute. Jose, answer honestly. Have you listened to any of the podcasts? I listened to the first one, and I wanted to listen to the other ones. Do you check fantasy? Do you check fantasy? First question. But yeah. you're starting Derek Dak Prescott this week, who's on a bye. I just kind of fucked that up. Okay, so I haven't been checking it as much, but my team's actually really solid. Like, I think I'm, like, top five in points. So why don't you have a team picture? Or you you have a team picture, it's just a broken image. Let me see if I can get a team picture. <laughs> Hashtag picture gate is solved. Do you regret not leaving Talia Cooper earlier for Aviv in my phone at camp? <laughs> trying to get these screenshots. <laughs> I think that's a yes. No comment. I think, yeah, you definitely didn't invest the right seed. You didn't plant the right seed, as you would say. So, Zay, when's the last time you've seen or talked to Pardo? Yeah. I saw, I think, I think the last time I saw him was at Wawa. <laughs> when? You know what Wawa is? is like an Eastern Coast version of like just 7-Eleven. Exactly. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> He was buying some fucking pancakes or something. <laughs> <laughs> How fat oh is he? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, he, he's, he's doubled his size since freshman year, no doubt. But you know he's wiped up, right? He's a big dude. You, you know he's wiped up. He actually has a girlfriend? Yeah. Or boyfriend? I'm, I think he still blocked me, so I don't really see him. <laughs> <laughs> um. He, like, he still, like, acknowledges that he blocked me. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> Does he have, like, friends? Honestly, he... Like, he does, but they're all in I, Shabbatones that they probably shit on him. He's in ZBT, and, like... Well, only because his daddy was. No, his daddy was, like, the president of ZBT yeah. Nationals. It's not that necessarily the hardest fraternity to get into anyway. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, that's how I know. She told me. Um... But, yeah, like, they just kind of take anyone. Um, <laughs> he's, he, like, he basically received the same role that he had, like, in our kind of squad at Ramah. Oh, that sucks. In DBT. Like, it's so just like, it's just like, we're all friends, 
but we're going to shit on you all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. I, was I just don't understand why he consistently puts himself in these situations. Dude, this year they're definitely throwing his mattress on the roof. No doubt. See, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I wonder what actually, like, I mean, we were definitely a special case of, like, little Mongols just running around, like, doing random shit. It was, like, a perfect storm. But I do think that, like, he has this aura that, like, pretty much, you know, anyone with a right and left hand and, you know, two eyes will probably take advantage of it. Oh, how's Uri Fetterman? Uh, Rory Fetterman's doing really well. Did ha, do you think he'll get through the year without getting pissed on? Um, probably. Okay, then he's doing better than Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you mentoring Uri? Or are you kind of taking him under your wing? Yeah, he's kind of like my social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with him? So, I'm taking a kid like Uri and just turning him, in, him into like the sickest kid at that. <laughs> have you been succeeding yeah for sure <laughs> he's a top rush at castle oh my god he's probably gonna rush like every other fraternity and castle's like the opposite of ZBT huh it's the opposite of Sammy for sure <laughs> roasted Jose did you ever hook up with the USC Kappa did you um, i trying to remember <laughs> I know Jose came to USC and that was his one goal <laughs> I'm trying to remember. You would know by now. <laughs> yeah, the answer is no. I, I just want to remind you about the time you told me I can I, to call Adato Faras Dato to his face, and then he ripped me to shreds. And then you told me to hold up three fingers at the Hatikva, and then Adato ripped me to shreds again. So thanks for that. Oh yeah, because you didn't have the patch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wait. Remind. Give me other memories, dude. I kind of want to hear some like other memories that you have. Uh, we made a music video to Every Time We Touch featuring Mar- Marcia Jaffe. That was regrettable. When? <laughs> Sixth grade. Um, once once you had no, my... You know, what, you know what I thought about today? What? The song we made about Aliza. Oh my god. I hadn't thought about it in a while. She hated it. She hated it so much. See, that was fucking... <laughs> that actually... That's like the definition of like... <laughs> creativity right there. And remember, every time you saw Daniel Scherenberg, you bean-dipped the shit out of him? Bro. I don't... Give me, give me some more... Give me some more nuggets. Here you go. Hey, hey, Slow, what's the capital of Thailand? Bangkok, slowing down for at least 30 minutes, goes to the nurse. Are these all true? Yeah. One time, I, Jose texted me at 8.30. Yo, Lurie, come over to my house. I'm like, why? It's 8.30. This is before we could drive. I make my mom drive me to his house, sleepover. Jose's like, oh, fuck. I didn't actually think you'd show up. He goes on my he goes on my Facebook and starts fucking with Sophia Elias and, like, convinces Sophia Elias that I like her and, like, makes this whole romantic conversation. And that then says, look, I don't actually want to go on a date. I just want to fuck you. And Sophia's like, what the hell? I've never met you. And I got revenge by throwing a fake Halloween party at Jose's house and putting his real address and people were asking him to spin. Bro, that Halloween party thing was actually kind of fun. They were like, Jose, do you have the Coke or should I bring some? Um, 
Um, yeah, Jose was there. Yo, yo, give me one second. I'll call you back in a second. You weren't there, though, were you? Uh, no, were you there? I just know about Actually, it. Actually, I'm just going to put you on hold. Okay. We still seem to get through. DJ BD, welcome to the podcast. You're on the Big Time League Motherfuckers Fantasy Football Podcast. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> uh, what's up? All right, we just want to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, we know you dropped the league. Uh, me and Eric Arnstein here. <laughs> what's up, Pardo? Hi, <laughs> what's up, Okay, Pardo. Um, <laughs> so, it's great to hear from you. Right off the bat, do you regret dropping the league? Um... Pardo, you don't realize how fun it is. We have analytics, we have data dashboards, we have a weekly podcast. It's big now. Oh, really? Yeah. Who does the weekly podcast? Me you're, Eric. Talk, you're on it right now. Yeah, you're on the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? So, <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> so, cool. so, so, Pardo, what has been the best experience at Penn you've had and the worst experience? On that one. You can pass on best, but worst you have to tell us. No, no, it's okay. Next question. <laughs> Pardo, what are you doing after college? Uh, I I took a, an offer at Barclays for sales and trading. What city? Uh, in New York. New York City! Do you know who else is moving to New York City? Who else? Adam Bulo. Looking for roommates? He's Hello, looking yeah. for roommates. What's he going to be doing? He's doing data science. Uh, it's called 1010 Data. Cool. Dude, you got to uh, reach out to him. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately, I I am probably all, all set on that front <laughs> in terms of housing. <laughs> are you moving? But it's nice to be in New York, yeah. Are you moving, are you moving in with the GF? Uh, no. <laughs> How is she, no, by the way? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, she's good. She's right here. <laughs> no way. Tell her I say hi. Josh says hi. Uh, tell us about ZBT. What's it like being a senior? Different vibes? <laughs> this is hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, um, it's much more relaxing. You know, I'm in, uh, you know, easier classes. I have, you know, I'm more time to, you know, go out and, you know, you were exactly one mile away from Bulo's work. <laughs> Wait, I'm merging, merging. Okay, are you on Pardo? <laughs> so, so we have Jose Chayanne and Jacob Pardo on the call together. Welcome to the podcast, y'all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so... So it seems like both your senior years are going well. Um, Pardo says, Pardo, what's your message to the Fantasy Football League? What's my message to the league? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I, I, I miss you guys. Uh, I haven't talked to you in a while. So uh, if you ever want to catch up, hit me up. <laughs> okay, Pardo, be real with us. Jose's social standing at Penn. He says he's one of the coolest people at Penn socially in senior class. I think that's false. What's your hot take? <laughs> um, if you're looking for a hot take on this, I'm, I'm, I'm 
I'm not going to be the guy. Way too political. Uh, Jose, Jose is objectively uh, cooler than I am <laughs> on Penn's social framework. But you're in ZBT. Yes. And you're saying this in front of your girlfriend? It's a little emasculating. Okay, and um, Pardo, are you in any other fantasy leagues right now? I am, yes. You double-timing slut! Oh my god. Okay, but Pardo, what I mean, are your... It's not really double-timing, right? I mean, I only... I, my message to your girlfriend, watch out because this guy will leave you for another. And we've, we've experienced that. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, you can... I'll, I'll pass that along, sir. Uh, Pardo, what are your thoughts on Donald Trump? Did you vote for him, and what do you think about his progress now? Uh, I did not, um, and I'm not not the biggest fan. Bernie bro or Hillary man? Um, neither of them inspired much in me. Who did you vote uh, for? Uh, I, I voted for Hillary. Nice. Classic pen. Do you know, okay, so Adam Scharf voted for Trump, supports Trump. Do you have a message for Adam Scharf? Working in D.C. right he now. He voted for Trump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean... Oh, that's, that's, uh, it's, it's hard to take people like that seriously. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to run down the list of everyone in our league. You have to guess single or in a relationship. Are you ready? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, Shamaya. Um, I'm going to say in a relationship. Are he, you kidding he, me? He's single but actively looking. Alex Ardenstein. <laughs> In a relationship with who? Uh, I don't know. Jenna Saloner. Somebody I know. Adam, uh, Jenna Saloner. I don't know if you know her. Uh, Alexa Freeman, Megan Gross's best friend. Megan <laughs> Gross is someone uh, Gabe dated. Um, okay. Al- Adam Scharf. Uh, single. Yep. Gabe Fetterman. Um, single. And rejected on multiple occasions. Jose Chayette. And loving it. Um, Josh Lurie. Uh, you're in a relationship. Adam Sloan. Oh, man. That's a lot of time. Uh, uh, single. Yes, but actively pursuing a Turkish girl. Jake Posnock. In a relationship. Single, but he has his fuck buddies. Um, Adam Bulow. All right. Committed with a Jew or non-Jew. I mean, would you be asking me if the answer was Jew? (laughs) (laughs) Roasted. What color hair does she have? What color hair? What color hair? Yeah. I mean, I hope it's not like blue or something. No, no, no. It's a normal hair color. It's a real color. Yeah. I mean, if she's not Jewish. I mean, I don't know, blonde might be a good bet. It's red, but he says strawberry blonde. Eric Artenstein. Uh, I'm going to say single. Correct. Correct. Pardo, who do you miss most in the league and who do you miss least? Who do I miss the most? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm probably going to pass on that one. No, no <laughs> one's getting offended. We're not snowflakes. I mean, yeah, but but 
I just feel like this is going to be exploited somehow. Okay, so who would you miss the least? Um, <laughs> well, if I say Jose, like, he also goes to my school, so that's kind of tough, but... And he's on this call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but, okay, Pardo, best prank we pulled on you and worst prank we pulled on you, in your eyes? Uh, I mean... I remember the mattress pretty well, so that, that's got to be close. But I could be forgetting others, for sure. I mean, we broke uh, you and Elise making up, and then I hooked up with her. Um, because we, we, um, we definitely hid your stuff a lot of the time. I also forget. We just, wait, 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 wait. Say that first one again. I, how can we hear you? Wait, remember when you were claiming to almost hook up with Elise Megan and then Megan grossly walking uh, by? Yeah, and you I said, remember that. You, wait, wait, let me uh-huh. recap. And you said, everyone, hold on. Here comes the earthquake. Megan Gross is walking down the hill. We told that to Elise. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Elise, <laughs> Elise stopped talking to you and then I hooked up with her the next week. Yeah, that was really, really bad. <laughs> he was pissed at you. Yeah, he was pissed You're at me. You're a snake, Pardo. You were right. I'm on Team Pardo on this one. He said Dude, Megan Gross is causing an earthquake. I'm on Team Pardo on this one. That was, yeah, that was not good. <laughs> so the mattress one was Don't pretty good. Don't look back on that one fondly. <laughs> Do you regret not going back as a counselor? Um, yeah, definitely. I regret going back as a counselor. You made the right decision. You think so? Oh, yeah. I regret it. Lurie was my co-counselor and didn't come back for second session. I mean, yeah, that, that's true, but like... Like, you guys were always going to stay close because you, like, you all, like, grew up together and, like... No, Pardo. You know. No. You were, we were all supposed to stay close, but then you dropped out of the fucking league. Well, I don't think the league kept us all that close. Okay. Like, they listen to a podcast where I talk about everyone's intimate personal life every week, so I don't think... Nobody that, tells you anything about their intimate personal life. <laughs> I mean, that, that is true. There you Look, go. I, I, I think that, like, if I had come back, it, like... It wouldn't have been a good experience, but at least, like, I would have, like, kept a lot of my relationships more up-to-date with a lot of you guys, you know what I mean? How would you compare your friends as EBT to us, like, social-wise? Like, like, do you like them better? <laughs> I, I'm not going to say I like them better or worse. You guys definitely fuck with me more. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. Oh, my God. Okay, Pardo, would you, Westlake? would you mind uh, giving us your starting salary and bonus? <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little much, no? Okay, I got a return offer for 85 k and a 20% bonus. What are you? Um, uh, yeah, um, my base is the same. Um, I'm not, not entirely sure what. Okay, who who in the league do you predict to have the highest salary, and who do you predict the lowest salary coming out of college? Um, Below highest. Um, I mean, yeah, I think so. Lowest salary. Lowest. Yeah. I mean. Is Pazmak pursuing the DJ thing? <laughs> <laughs> Moonshot! Oh that my god. He's right on both points. Dude, have you been listening to the music coming out of Jake and Alec? I mean, I've actually listened to it. It's really fucking good. But oh. Like, I just, I, I, I like, I, I have no conception of how much that kind of stuff is when you start 
you know? I think you're pretty accurate <laughs> on your statements. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Pardo, who do you think has had the most fun college experience and who's regretted their most college experience in the league? I mean, how do you quantify something like, like who that? Do you think, like, who do you think would have the most fun in college in the league and who do you think's had the worst time? Uh, can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. Buell uh, goes to Chicago, right? Go Maroons. Dude, he's been on point about I mean, everything. That's just got to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't they say that that place is, like, not fun? Yeah, it's, it's where like fun goes to die. Fun. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the line. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not. Okay. But, I mean, I guess that's got to be the start, right? Pardo, I'm, I'm not on speaker, am I? No, you're not on speaker. Okay, so you just have to respond with a number. How many girls have you hooked up with in college? Uh, five. Damn. And that's all insertion, intercourse, or just kissing? <laughs> or, no, oh, wait, if it's insertion, now. just say three. If it's kissing, say one. Sorry. <laughs> Definitely kissing. <laughs> I, I won't tell you the time I think you were most pissed off I've ever seen you is when you came down to San Diego. I don't know what we were doing. Yes. Joy went on your Facebook page and in the Harvard Westlake was like, asked, <laughs> he posted, guys, I smoked a cool, uh, like a nice joint last night. I'm the best player in this. I can't believe I'm not a starter. And it was, it was like your freshman year on the Harvard Westlake page and you got pissed the fuck off. You called your daddy, told you to come home and then you did an illegal U-turn to drive back because they were still posting from your page. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of, of, of Joey's. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Joey BZ is up to right now? Huh? What do you think Joey BZ is up to right now? I don't know. I have no idea. Probably doing well, I guess. Would you have dinner with him if he asked? Um, I mean, I don't know, maybe. That, that probably would just never happen. We'll let him know. <laughs> And uh, so, Pardo, I'm gonna we're gonna wrap this up because I know it's getting late for you, past your bedtime, and your girlfriend's probably rolling her eyes not once, not twice, but twelve times. Um, but so, <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna go down the list of everyone in the league, and you give me a sentence that you want to say to them. Ready? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But okay, two more things. Two more things. All right. Okay. One person is going to yeshiva next year in the league. Name who it is. Uh, this is actually true. Not Shamaya. Shamaya already won. Huh. Um. Sharf. Yes. Oh! Yes, he is. How? How did he do that? Well, thank thank you guys for calling on. Thanks for, for responding to the cold call, Pardo. We'll be in touch more often. I promise you that. I'm glad to uh, start the rekindling of your friendship. Have a good night, y'all. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. <laughs> a real phone call. That was a great phone call. Thank you, Pardo and Jose, for calling in. Yeah, thank you, for Jose, for talking fantasy with Eric and Larry. And let's just really quickly review that. Pardo, for someone that many of us have not talked in multiple years, extremely on point. The Sharf guess on the Yeshiva, <laughs> the Bilo guess on the No Fun, the Bilo on the Most Money, the hot take on Moonshot, <laughs> not making money, probably losing, just... Actually impressive on his part. Oh I see why he got a return offer to Barclays. Okay, now we actually need to go back to fantasy. Pickup of the week. So we 
are going to go through and see the latest pickups and activity in the league. Um, I mean, no surprise here. Sloan didn't do anything, but uh, out of the free <laughs> out of the free agent auction report, Eric, what stands out to you? What stands out to me is no one spent money on Adrian Peterson, but you wasted eighty eight dollars. You always on him. do this. You always do not look far enough. <laughs> Fifty one, forty. <laughs> Zero. There were four bids out of the ten people. Fifty-one. I bid eighty-eight. I actually did not overpay that much. For some reason, you always think that nobody else bid. Whoa, that's interesting. Um, Shamaya and Gabe bet the same amount of money on Hunter Henry, the Los Angeles Seawards, uh, for some reason, horrible tight end. Um, and Gabe, Gabe, Gabe got it because his Standings. team is worse. Yeah, standings. It's actually I, that might be like one of the first times that. It actually comes down to waivers. We need to start tracking that in uh, our stats. Something really funny is when you're looking at the waiver report, you have to go all the way to the bottom to look at the injured reserves because Bulow has no money. So he's just kind of throwing <laughs> prayers out there. Wayne Gallman. And, and he added back. Danny Amendola and Wayne Gallman. Probably a reason he got him for zero. That's surprising. Will Lutz goes for $25. Highest I've seen a kicker go for. Pretty funny, actually. And uh, Matt Breda picked up by Alex. That actually no one else bid on him. She, once again, Lurie cannot <laughs> read because Sharp bid 40. Alex only paid 15 more. Oh, yeah, Pretty good, that, now I see that. Mike Williams, actually, though, is where he got us for 75. He did have to bid because Sharp put zero, but he bid 75. Once again, the Mike Williams is going to get injured again. But now we're going to the best pickup of the week, my favorite pickup of the week, and it comes with Gabe Fetterman. So everyone knows that it's wrong to kiss another girl with a boyfriend. Everyone knows that. Alec, Eric, you know that, right? Would you kiss a girl who has a boyfriend, serious boyfriend? I personally wouldn't. You wouldn't. Would you do it if you were drunk and she was drunk and it just kind of happened? Where are you going with this? Would you do it? <laughs> no, where are you going with well, this? Well, Gabe obviously lost a sense of morals because that's exactly what happened to him last Saturday night between Gabriel Fetterman and Kalen Krasnov. They were meeting. They went to the same tailgate. Actually, at my fraternity. I wish I was there to see it. For some reason, they were talking more than they usually do. They hit it off, go to the 9 afterwards, Gabe walks her home, and they have a smooch outside of Caitlin's apartment. I don't think she's told her boyfriend because that boyfriend would beat the shit out of Gabe. But pickup of the week, Gabe Fetterman for Kaylin Krasnoff, only because we have no other pickups. Oh, yeah, the Shemaya trade of the week. Goes to Jake Posnock. Jake sends Jose Chayette. T.Y. for Dalvin Cook. Jose says, only if Ziggy sends me an email or calls me. Jake says, ha, ha, ha. He's the last person who's going to tell you to trade him. Jose says, is that... I'm going to rewind that. Jose says, exactly. Boom. Circle of life. That's Jose's new team name. Jake says, but I know you love luck. You have him chilling on your bench. We both know when he comes back, there are major implications for T.Y. and Crabtree's the man for Oakland now, not Cooper. Jose doesn't respond. And that is yours. Shamaya, trade of the week goes to Jake. Okay, sharp tweet of the week. Eric, take it away. The classic, the very simple response. Drain, period, the, period, swamp. That is a... You know, I said that about a week ago, and I didn't like it that much. Didn't sound that great, and the whole world picked it up. So it shows you what I know. It's crazy. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Simple, elegant, to the point. That was our sharp tweet of the week.
Now we're going to go to our favorite segment, the game predictions, where me and Eric square off about, about who can predict the uh, games. The- this week. First game we're going to predict is Lurie, or Lurie versus Jake. Eric, what's your take? I take Jake, 120 points and losing. I don't think he can lose after that one. Bounce back. Jake plays Settlers of Khan way too much, and I have too much pride invested in uh, beating my next-door neighbor, so I have to go with Larry this week for a bounce back. So for the second matchup, we have Jose versus Bulo. You can't look at you can't look at the lineups. You just have to go off your gut. I take Adam Bulo. I'm also – actually, I'm going to take Jose. Jose sounded pretty confident, cool, collected over the phone, and Bulo is freaking the fuck out right now. And I don't think that's a good situation to bounce back in. I'm just on team one and four. Yeah, you are on team one and four. Alex versus Shamaya, who you got? Great matchup, undefeated. I really, really hope Shamaya loses because who wants Shamaya to win? I can guarantee that nobody does. I take Alex. I'm also going for Alex just because Shamaya cares too much and whoever cares in this league usually loses. Thank you. Eric versus Gabe. Who will win Gabe? Who am I taking Eric? You're taking Eric. I'm taking I'm taking Eric too. I, 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 every week I want Jake and uh, Gabe to lose just to I like to laugh in their face. And my roommate has class with them on Mondays and rubs it in their face if they lose. Appreciate the vote of confidence. And lastly, we have Sloan versus Sharp. I would take Sharp here. But Sloan beat me with two players not starting. Therefore, I believe by rules of being a bitch, I have to pick Sloan. And I'm taking Sharp. It's a good week for the GOP. That means it's a good week for Sharp. I'm taking Sharp in this matchup uh, for no other reason than I don't want Sloan to be encouraged for not setting his lineup. And that's it for Picks of the Week on Week 6. Only similarities is we both took Alex, we both took Eric. Should make for some great separation. And thank you for tuning in to the Big Time League Motherfuckers podcast. Uh, We'll see you next week after an exciting week of action. uh, And we hope half of you guys win this week. Thank you very much. I'm addicted to the thrill Uh It's a dangerous love affair Victories within the mouth Almost past it but now Only thing that's on my mind Is who won this town tonight Who won this town tonight Yeah Can you call Levin Eastern? He said, Hot take of the day. I texted Adam Sharp, historically a huge, huge Eminem fan, more recently, the token conservative. So I texted him, in quotes, And any fan of mine who's a supporter of his, I'm drawing in the sand a line, you're either for or against. Quote, Eminem. Sharp replies, Eminem has been culturally irrelevant for 10 years. <laughs> Sharp said that?